Memory Lane via the M3, 1995. Summer holidays, a car packed and stacked precariously in the orange-yoked early sunrise hours. A complex system, understood solely by Dad. Tents, dinghies, tinned curries and rubber rings all have their rightful place in the boot of the estate. I sit on my eldest sister's lap, seatbelt stretched around our slight bodies, clad in neon 90s cycling shorts and slogan tees, her praying I've finally outgrown my travel sickness. My brother is in between, middle sister claiming the best backseat spot. We wind our way down to Dorset, tired eyes on changing scenery, grey concrete jungles, endless dual carriageway, the occasional relief of rolling greenery. Bickering kept to a minimum by carefully chosen cassette tapes, Bon Jovi inspiring, deafening sing-alongs. Sandwiches, crisps and apples cheerfully unpacked from a cool bag in a lay-by. Fruit pastels and boiled sweets are saved for once hourly, their sticky smoothness sliding around my tongue. Mum's map reading is stretched to the limit as Dad desperately detours, dodging a gridlocked M3. Then, at long last, country lanes and the smell of salt water, windows wound down. We gulp in lungfuls of coastal air, the sweetest anticipation. I can see the sea. The azure paradise is in our eyeline and the tantalising scent of fish and chips fills the car. This is the unfettered joy of almost arriving at our happiest place. Welcome to the Face of Suffolk podcast. My name's Andy. On this podcast, we look at local people to the Suffolk County. Uh, interesting people. I think there's interesting people everywhere. Um, I'm from Suffolk, and I just want to prove that there's some here as well. Um, I think that uh, people often, especially people from the area, put, put it down a bit, and uh, there's no need. There's some great people here. Like I say, we're midway through season two. And today I have a conversation with Ellen Clayton, who is a local poet, who um, lives in Ipswich now, and her husband runs the pub, the Thomas Wolsey. She's worked there in various capacities for the last 10 years, and um, just getting her first poetry book published, or it's just been published, we'll chat about that for a bit. She grew up in Cape St Mary, went away to uni, and is back in the area now, living in Ipswich. I um, went to the, the Thomas Wolsey uh, earlier and had a conversation with her there. Uh, this is the interview, and um, hope you enjoy it. Hello, thanks for joining us. Hi. And um, you, you're the first person we've done this who I didn't know previous. Yeah. So this this should be should be more interesting because I won't, <laughs> be, won't presume anything. But you've listened before, yeah? You listened yes. to the yeah. Was it the Dal Lane? Yeah, and um, Amy as well. Get on the soapbox, yeah. And they're, they're both 
people you know through through your writing I'm guessing yeah I don't know Amy personally but I've been to some events she's put on and sort of followed her work and then yeah obviously been in the bookshop quite a bit so. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's cool I'm, I'm, mentioned in, in the intro that you, you're a poet and yeah. you've had a published book we'll talk about that in a second yeah but um you grew up uh, locally was it Cape St yeah, Mary yeah Cape St Mary yeah. yeah yeah so in between Ipswich and Colchester so sort of always spent a bit of time in both towns yeah so was you there as a from a child yeah yeah, yeah we moved there when I was three so I don't remember so your first memory yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on on Cape back then <sighs> I liked it when I was a small kid. I think living in a village when you're little is nice. You go out on your bikes, like we lived in a cul-de-sac, playing out on the street all day and all that, which probably kids don't do now anyway. <laughs> it was the 90s. Um, and then I didn't like it so much when I got to be a teenager because I went to school in East Burgle. And so then all my friends are spread across all these different villages and it's like there's no bus routes between them or easy ways to get around. So I was very much like, when I have a family, I want to live near town, and then they can just do as they please. <laughs> yeah. So you just stop between Ipswich and Colchester. I was much the same one from Hadley. And oh, that, yeah. Like that. yeah. So was it a matter of, uh, after a certain age, you just wanted to move to either of the towns? Yeah, just, it, it was frustrating, like, always having to be like, oh, can I have a lift to this place? And, yeah, um, I think it's nice to be near a town and you can get places easily, or even if you just live somewhere with better transport links, it would probably yeah. be okay, but... Yeah, yeah, but is it like the sort of a nice, peaceful sort of, is it a town or village? Cable? It's a village, yeah. A village. Yeah, it is yeah. nice, yeah. Um, but there's not enough to do at that young age. No, not really. It's like people just sort of hang around by the co op and <laughs> that's yeah. about it. And the one who can drive at 17 just doing laps, <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was um, to East Burkholt, you went yeah. to. Was it at the upper school? Uh, yeah, 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 the high school there, yeah. And then uh, Colchester Sixth Form. Okay. Um, yeah. And then I went to uni up in Lancaster. That's um, what I was going to ask you about uni. How, how can you compare Lancaster to here? Yeah, that? it was interesting actually because I, I really liked Lancaster because it's also a really small city. Like, it's really tiny, you can walk everywhere, like, and the, the university has a campus, so it felt like quite a safe place to go in a way it didn't feel like moving to like London or Manchester or something where it would be this really big bustling place I kind of picked another like small place yeah. <laughs> to go to so does that remind you of Ipswich in a way? I think so yeah like not sort of consciously but I think certainly once I got there I was like oh yeah it's, it's kind of got that kind of smallish place feeling or like I mean Ipswich isn't that small but um yeah, Lancaster's yeah. definitely like a small city. Yeah. Uh, what, what did you study at uni? Um, I did sociology. Okay. So, yeah, it was really good. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I had a great time, but it was... I, I'm really close with my family, and I think then moving from, like, sort of almost 300 miles away, it was quite, like, a shock, really. Yeah. Um, so that was why I kind of was like, oh, yeah, I think I'll settle back in Suffolk when I, yeah. <laughs> when I finish uni. <laughs> so was it straight back to Suffolk yeah. once, you, yeah. once you finished? Yeah, once I graduated, I moved back home. So, so, yeah. so did, did, you, did, you did miss it then? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. I think because because my family are here, it, yeah, it, it yeah. didn't feel quite right living anywhere else. I loved Lancaster. It's a great city, but... Yeah, yeah, I missed home. <laughs> Do you venture back there at all? Yeah, occasionally. I haven't done in a while. I've got. We still see a lot of my uni friends, but they're sort of spread out, like Sheffield, Nottingham. We tend to go to those places more. We don't have any friends who still live in Lancaster now. Okay. Um, but we've been back. Yeah, I've been back once or twice. So yeah, quite yeah. funny. <laughs> so you, when you came back, were you, were you straight into work or? Um, I did sort of a few kind of part-time jobs. Um, I worked in a call centre for a bit, which was. Oh awful 
<laughs> I'm truly awful. Yeah. Sorry if I have sworn at you down the phone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was working at the Thomas Wolsey, the pub, um, part-time. Um, and then I was working at the Salt House in the restaurant there. Um, and then I went full-time at, at the pub. Um, yeah. yeah. And then since then I've been, because my husband runs the Thomas Wolsey, so we've since we've had kids and things and moved out. I um I do like the bookkeeping and admin side of things now. Yeah. So we were actually sat with Thomas Wolsey now. Yeah. <laughs> so did did you meet your husband here? Yeah. You yeah. Work? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's how I met him. Um. So we sort of just started off as friends and then yeah eventually got together. So yeah. yeah. So how do you enjoy um, pub life? I yeah, think. I I loved it. I I we used to live like in the pub in the flat above the pub, and I I absolutely loved it. Like it was you know working yeah. every evening with Ben, and um, like you get the same you know regular customers in all the time, and like I'm quite a sociable person, so for me it was like I didn't really feel like work. It's yeah. like I'm just spending the evening chatting to people. Well, yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's part of it. Um, I was just saying, I know your brother. You mentioned um, yes, and he geeked here yes. um, many times and some nights he's played and I've been proper drunk yeah uh, well our paths probably crossed then yeah I imagine so yeah um, but with that sort of live music that side of things did you do you like the atmosphere of it and basically the atmosphere in pubs here opposed to Lancaster do you notice a difference yeah I think it, it was I suppose because I was a student in Lancaster um, and and this like the pub I've worked in here and like other places I've worked haven't been you know obviously like student places yeah. it's, it's a totally different it's apples and oranges really yeah. um, but I I really like here I, I think yeah you get a lot of the same faces and there's a kind of community feel I think um, which I really like uh, yeah like lots of regulars and, and you feel like you get to know people quite well yeah. Um, and, and people are supportive as well I, I like that I think it's really nice yeah, so you've got that loyal customer base absolutely um, but one thing I, I like about this pub is it's got the feel of it looks and the vibe of sort of a village pub but you're mm. actually really central yes. you know and you're, you sort of stand out from you've got all the sort of it used to be called Sin and even yeah. sort of chain pubs like the Plough and Yates yeah do you think that that's a reason you've sort of got the loyal customers you've yeah, got that home so it's, yeah it's something a bit different and yeah I mean the staff don't change very often so it's like you know you're seeing familiar faces all the time like and Ben is very much at the helm he's he's here you know a lot and yeah. I think people like that they know they're going to get decent beer you know they get served quickly and and all of that it's like it all helps doesn't it yeah. so, has he been here for 10 years did you say? yeah I think it's uh yeah it's been it'll be 11 years in July I think it is that they got the keys and opened so yeah, yeah so it was then, bar four before that oh really yeah, yeah. <laughs> I eagerly remember that actually yeah, um, but he's still, you know, motivated and still loves coming. Yeah, to work absolutely. Every day. Yes. Really enjoys it. I mean, obviously, it's been a, a difficult few years, but it's, um, you know, it's been worth sticking with it. Like, you know, yeah. how did you find things after reopening from lockdown? Was it? Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, like everybody, it's it's not been easy, um, and it's taken a bit of time. But like like I say, we've been really fortunate that we've had a lot of support from really like loyal customer base. You know, a lot of regular customers who've come back, and you know, are, are happy to carry on. You know, supporting us. So yeah, yeah. Has, 
if it, do you find you've lost any customers not for anything other than just fear of coming out yeah I think so I think maybe uh, yeah like I said I think most places have, have found yeah. that they're not you know as busy as they were before the um, pandemic started but I think most most people especially now like the last yeah. few months where restrictions have kind of completely lifted it does seem like most people are coming back out again now yeah yeah, that, yeah. that's one thing I've found there's, there's a few but I, I don't put it down to anything to do with the actual pub, I'm no. guessing in through what people told me that they're, they're weary to come out in general, and that exactly, tends yeah. to be the older people who, for good reason, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, definitely. Um, but it was that, that tough time. Did you open with table service and that sort of thing? Um, for a short period, yeah, um, which was yeah, that was tricky. It's so much harder to kind of manage that and staff that, like when you're yeah. used to just yeah, seven people because we don't do food here either. So it's yeah. like you know you've always been like a wet lead pub. People come yeah. to the bar and you know it's quite straightforward. So yeah, yeah, switching to table service was a bit tricky. Yeah, yeah I found that difficult because we're a wet pub and it's like, it's all about people socialising yeah. and it's sort of turned into a restaurant without food and yeah. I think that actually made a lot of people uncomfortable. Yeah, well a lot of people didn't like it. A lot yeah. of people sort of would come in and they'd literally have one drink and that's because it was like what they enjoyed doing, like you say, is standing at the bar and chatting to people yeah. and, and it's like when you couldn't do that, it changed the whole dynamic of the pub. Yeah. And I, I found it made me come across as a bit, because I'm telling people to sit down. Yeah. And, and it, it was kind of horrible, but we yeah. had to go through it. And it, I think it's good that you've come out of it. And maybe people appreciate what the pub is more. Like yeah. We had to go through Yeah, that. I think so. Yeah, definitely. People enjoy it. And, you know, when we've had, like, the football shifts, like, when Ipswich Town are playing at home, and, you know, you've got this, like, full pub again. Yeah. And it's so nice. And, and everyone enjoys it. Like, everyone's really loved that atmosphere being back, you know. Yeah. Yeah, then how, do you, how do you find the, the football Saturdays? It, the yeah, atmosphere good. Yeah, yeah, really good, and they've been yeah excellent. Like throughout, as soon as sort of crowds were allowed back, um, it's been really busy. So it's been brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's, that's one thing about you know the spaces of stuff at the podcast, but Ipswich are like the big team. Yeah. Um, I'm not massive into football. I do follow Ipswich, but I, I think Ipswich supporters they're a lot friendlier than you know. There's not none of that. Yeah. A bit of rivalry with Norwich, obviously. Yeah. But I, I've, I've had no trouble on a football no. match ever. Same, yeah, yeah. We don't ever get any problems. And, you know, people bring their kids in and, you know, it's a really nice atmosphere. Like, it's busy, but it's like everyone, like you say, very friendly and, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's something that goes across the whole tower. I yeah, think. I think so. Even the sort of chain, what I sort of call laddie pubs. Yeah. I don't think there's any trouble there. And, yeah. And, do you, do you sort of get the older crowd in as well? Yeah, yeah, often. I think it's um, because it's sort of quite quiet, you know, people can come and have a chat. It's like we've not got loud music on and things like that, so it's people know they can come and there's like the rooms upstairs that people can come and sit and people play board games up here, you know, like do yeah. gaming and things because they know that there's that space and that sort of quiet atmosphere. Um, so I think, yeah, it appeals to, yeah, anybody who's kind of wants something a little bit quieter. <laughs> yeah. so, so one question I always ask is, what keeps you in Suffolk? And I'm, I'm guessing from what you know, so your, your family, you're settled here. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think three of my four grandparents are from Suffolk and it's like, you know, most of the extended family are all in Suffolk. And yeah, yeah it's very much a family place for me. Yeah, so there's no sort of dream of moving away or anything like that? No, um, my husband's family are from Bury St Edmunds um, and like some of them live in Felixstowe now and yes, I think everyone's settled here really. Um, I can't yeah. see us moving. <laughs> yeah, I find that, especially Ipswich, Street, gets a lot of criticism from people mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. for various reasons. But um, did you see any faults in the town? Is there anything... I think 
I mean, like any place obviously has things about it that aren't great. I think yeah. that's, but I think it's really interesting, like you say about Ipswich, and I know Andrew always says this about like the bookshop and stuff. For some reason, people in Ipswich are very quick to criticise the town. Yeah. And it's, I don't know if you get that so much in other places, like friends I've got from Liverpool and, you know, wherever, they're like really proud of where they're from and are always yeah. very quick to kind of talk up their, yeah, <laughs> their city or their town. And I, for some reason, that doesn't seem to happen so much with Ipswich, but it's like, we've got a lot of good stuff here, you know, it's, yeah. and it's a nice place. Um, and it's like people just need to get behind the the people who are trying to change things and do things. You know, the independent shops and St. Peter's Street, which we're on, is like great. They do like markets and things and they're always trying to do like really important things for the town. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a nice sort of strip here because you've got like Hallablue across the road. Yeah, yeah, um, which is lovely. And then sort of craft shops and, and then you're not far, you're actually right in between the waterfront and town centre. Yeah. So you must get sort of a fair bit of passing trade through yeah. both. And, um, grow, I'm, I'm 40 and I, I spent my youth drinking Ipswich yeah. um, I did work I wasn't just <laughs> um, but it was always town centre whereas now I think um, it's more being led to the waterfront yeah. but that's not necessarily a bad thing the trade's still there yeah. Um, did you venture down to the waterfront? Have you seen it grow over the sort of last yeah, 10 years? Yeah, I think it's definitely changed a lot sort of from when I went to uni and then when I came back and then like you say, yeah, the, the last 10 years, it's definitely changed a lot. Um, and the, yeah, I think the waterfront is sort of the place to be, isn't it, most of the time? Although there's obviously great spots in, in other places and you've got Arcade Street and Three Wise Monkeys, like that side yeah. of town. And yeah, um, there's sort of little pockets everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. Nothing's too far away from each other. Yeah, I, think. I think that's great, isn't it? Because you can, yeah, you can walk everywhere easily. It's like yeah. even if you are one side of town, you want to go to the waterfront. It's not far. <laughs> well, sometimes you sort of think it's further. I mean, we're um, Orford Street, Norwich Road. Yeah, and even that. I mean, to walk here is. 10, 12 minutes. Yeah, so it's not it's far, not far at, all. at all. Yeah, um, and there's always this thing of Ipswich becoming a city. Mm. Kind of is a small one anyway. Yeah, it's not technically. Um, would you be opposed to it changing status? No, oh, I don't think so. I think it'd probably be. I mean, I don't really know how these things work, but I think it'd probably be a, a positive thing because well, it's obviously something people try and go for, isn't it, to get yeah. city status? So I assume there's benefits that come with that. Yeah. Um, but like you say, it's a big town. I think. Um, yeah, like I said, when I lived in Lancaster, that's probably smaller than Ipswich is, and that's yeah. a city. Um, so it kind of makes sense to me that Ipswich would be a city. Yeah, I, I generally think the main thing is we've got the tradition of Ipswich Town Football Club. Mm. They don't want to change. One of the things is change the name I of see. that. I see. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think keep it. Just call it Town anyway. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So um, also, you're, you're not far from Cardinal Park, and there's yeah. all the. Um, that's kind of took a dip. A lot of the restaurants have closed. Yeah, that's changed a lot, hasn't it, the last yeah. few years? But then you've also had like the up and coming, like there's lots of stuff in the butter market yeah. now that wasn't there before, um, like restaurants and things. And there's obviously the upstairs bit with the cinema and the bowling and everything. So, yeah, yeah it's almost like moved from, from Cardinal Park to there. Yeah. Was that something when you were younger in Cape? I mean, for me, it was like weekends or save my pocket money, come up to Ipswich, go to the cinema. Yeah. There was, I think it was a different, was it a solar bowl or something else before we'd oh, go back? Yeah. Um, but that was the, the sort of appeal. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we always used to go to, well, it was when the old Odeon that we used to go yeah, to, because it was just, always yeah. really quiet, so they didn't mind like 15 teenagers turning yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, the, the new Scream film came out. I saw the first one in the cinema, I'd have been 15. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was 18 I was like you know a deep voice and, yeah. 
but I think I, I go to the cinema and you do see a lot of youngsters still do that with, yeah. and with changing times I think that's still good yeah. um, that people are getting out and about and um, there's nothing with here when I lived in Hadley I'd walk from Cineworld and this was the pub here in the plough yeah. when my sort of waiting for a bus yeah um, <laughs> that, that, yeah and did you get a lot of that sort of passing people yeah I guess so we're not open sort of during the day so I suppose that's when most people are using the bus service so maybe we kind of miss that because yeah. um, we don't open till five most days so yeah um, we get more sort of evening but yeah, yeah there's, it's always when there's people going to like shows and things um, yeah. like they sometimes do like music down at like the church um, and obviously yeah going down to the waterfront and stuff like you say there is plenty of passing trade yeah. around here and but being the Thomas Wolsey there's the Wolsey Theatre yeah um, I know people have been confused before yeah <laughs> um, it might have been when Denial Twist your brother's man played here yeah. that I plugged it and a load of people turned up at the theatre oh. um, <laughs> But even the name Thomas Wolsey, that's a lot of history and you, you keep yeah. that, um, sort of been going for it, switch. You know, yeah, I think it was, uh, they did, um, it was like Ben and his dad when they first opened the pub, they sort of asked customers like, what should we rename it? Like, we don't want to stay as Bar 4 because we're doing something totally different than Bar 4 did. That was kind of cocktail and shots and yeah. it's obviously, this is like a more traditional style pub. Um, and so they were asking everyone like for ideas for names and there was lots of like Bobby Robson and things <laughs> suggested but they were like oh we don't really want to be like just a football pub so yeah they decided to go with the Thomas Wolsey because obviously the statue's just up the road and it, it yeah. just kind of made sense like you say and, and because this is a historical building too I yeah. think it's nice to have that link with the with the yeah, yeah. historic situation yeah that's, that's a good point actually because um, you are right close to the football ground yeah but football obviously as you mentioned earlier brings a lot of trade um, in Ipswich we have got that sort of they encourage the family um, sort of side of it and yeah. pop into a pub before bringing your kids in to have a soft drink it's all part of it yeah. but I, that's, I go to the football I'm not massive on it but I follow it if I see a pub that's proper football themed it actually probably puts me off more that's than, it isn't it yeah. whereas something like the Thomas Wolsey it's a bit of history for those who know, which is nice. Yeah. But those who don't know, it's just a name. Just you a know, name of a pub, isn't it? it yeah. <laughs> it's almost like it doesn't take a side. It doesn't. Yeah. And um, I think that really works. Yeah, yeah. quite neutral. <laughs> yeah. The same with when it was bar four. To me, that does say trendy pre-nightclub pub. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which is, appeals to a lot of people. It doesn't me. I, yeah. I like a pub pub. Yeah. Yeah, same, yeah. Yeah, and it, it's good that you're sort of keeping that alive. Yeah, definitely. So, um, but we should move away from the pub. Because <laughs> the poetry is what I wanted to talk about. Um, you've just yeah. had a book published? Yeah, yeah, it's called Home Baked, um, published by Bent Key Publishing, which is like a sort of brand new like micro-publisher. They're actually based um, near Manchester. Okay. Um, and I sort of connected with them online. Uh, yeah, and that just came out at the end of April, so quite recently. Yeah. Um, was it books up and you was looking looking to do or did it come from various writings yeah I I've sort of written poetry on and off since I was a teenager really um and then I kind of started taking it a bit more seriously uh last year really it was like during the lockdown of 2021 at the start um and I found like this sort of online community of um the like mum poet club like other parents and um writing you know their um their experiences in poetry and posting it on Instagram and so I started doing that and then from that I was like oh, maybe I'll see if I can get it published and sort of had things on online journals and zines and stuff and uh, yeah then I kind of was like maybe I should try and put, put a book together because it's it's 
you have stuff online but like for my family like my parents and things it's like they're not always gonna go and read that and people don't necessarily follow what I'm doing on Instagram so it was like to have something physical that my friends and family could buy and and obviously other people hopefully um, is is really exciting yeah I think yeah the book yeah it's all going over to Kindles that sort of thing but an actual book I'm more likely to sit and read it yeah Yeah. whereas you, you sort of you scroll your phones are used to scrolling so you don't take it in as much I yeah think. and um so with, with the book have you found different sort of feedback to when it's been online yeah i think it's um it was really nice that we had like a launch event at the pub and so i was like reading some of the poetry and you know like family members like i say who hadn't kind of followed me online or it was the first time they got to sort of see me doing that and it was really nice to to share it in that way um and like you say yeah people will sit down and, and look at a book um which is lovely to think that it's in people's homes and that they can kind of sit down with a cup of tea and, and yeah. read a few of my poems. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen some, I haven't got the book yet, but I will. <laughs> um, but I've read some online, but I, I think last night you was at an open mic and you yeah. read something. I think it's a total different experience to hear it. And I, I really yeah. like that. When I go to an open mic, it's quite often 90% Ed Sheeran wannabes. Yeah. So it, it's good that people get up and read um did do, do you get good feedback from doing it live or yeah i think so i think um i haven't done it loads to be honest it's i don't I haven't found a particularly sort of many spoken word scene like much of a spoken word scene around here um yeah. whether i'm just looking in the wrong places i don't know or whether a lot of it because of the pandemic had to stop and then hasn't restarted because i've only really been kind of looking into it recently um but i've done a few things in london like as part of like the the mum poem press group that i connected with online um and uh yeah obviously did my my launch with the book um but i'm hoping to do a few things with my publisher like i'm going up to the greater manchester fringe i think um but i really love that that yeah the spoken word side of it like connecting with an audience in that way reading i i love it i i really enjoy that sort of performance i suppose yeah because it's you know it's it's your voice you know yeah. and when you read it it's in your head whereas when the actual writer says it i think you get something different from it yeah um, it's, you can put in that intonation and and the way you want something to come across you can kind of make it clear i think when you're reading it aloud yeah so that's great i mean we're gonna at the end of the podcast we're gonna play one, one that you've you've, you've read yeah. um but you you seem really comfortable reading it it's um yeah one, one thing i hate is I've been doing radio and podcasts for a while is I hate doing anything scripted mm-hmm. I suppose of that it's more of a it's from the heart so it's you know how to say it yes um yeah have you heard anyone like read any of yours back to you is that um is, no um, I don't know if I have actually yeah. uh no I don't think so yeah that would be yeah, interesting yeah. Yeah. yeah just to see their sort of take on it yeah it's something I've often thought when um you mentioned before the podcast you know now amy rag who does a lot of that. yeah and she's been to a few of the open mics i've been at and she does that she'll read other people's poems and it's yes. her take on it which is really interesting i haven't seen many people do that yeah so, actually i have once there was um one of my poems got selected in like an instagram thing they were doing an instagram live of like um yeah a bunch of different poems on a particular theme and they did pick one that i'd written about autumn and yet it was really lovely actually hearing it it was like um this lovely lady danny she's got like this gorgeous like scouse accent and <laughs> she was reading it and it was it was really like beautiful to hear my words yeah read by somebody else yeah uh, uh, that's that's good that's, uh, yeah. um did, did you going back to the suffolk theme do you 
get a lot of inspiration from any like the local area or people or yeah i don't tend to write that much about um nature or anything it's not really sort of the way i write i tend to write about people and and family and and things like that but certainly uh i've written some poems about like being in the pub and and the kind of the atmosphere things like that i think it's yeah it's definitely an inspiration like the people around you yeah and one more thing i was going to say you 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 bring up a family now Mm. you're you're from the small village um, do, do your kids go to a school in Ipswich? Yeah, um, yeah, we live um, near Christchurch Park. Okay, so, yeah, so yeah, yeah we're, so, um, we're sort of quite close to the town centre. Yeah, so do you, do, are you perfectly happy with, with yeah, school Yeah, and we've always, yeah, we've had really good experiences with all the sort of preschools and schools and things that they've been to so far. Um, I think there's a, there's a lot of really good, yeah, like educational institutions around Ipswich. Um, and I really like that we live near town. Like we, we get, we can walk everywhere that we want to go, you know, and as they get older, they'll be able to, to do things with their friends. They'll probably go to Northgate high school from where we are. And, um, yeah, I I think that's great. Like that they'll, they'll have that sort of freedom. Um, which I wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, living near a park is, you've got the town centre, all yeah. the things we mentioned earlier, like cinema and bowling. Yeah. And then there's a park on the doorsteps. I mean, exactly. what else, you know, people might have Ipswich, but what else do kids want? Oh, exactly, yeah. It's yeah. everything, isn't it? There's loads of soft play centres within walking distance, you know, all of that stuff when you've got littler kids. Like, it's yeah. great. Yeah, so that's, that's how I try to focus on the positive. Of, yeah. It's, it's nice to talk to someone and we're sort of struggling to find any negative. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> Apart from um, when there was the Odeon, you could get your cheap pick and mix from the Woolworths yeah. across the road and smuggle yeah. it in. That's, that's the, about the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Um, so we mentioned the park and the, um, sort of the central, um, but are there any places in Suffolk that you'd recommend, places you love, uh, other than the pub? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, with the kids, one of the places we always go is Hollow Trees Farm, out sort of yeah, near oh, Hadley yeah. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love it there. They always do, especially like in the school holidays, they always have really cool like activity things on and and so you can go and like the kids absolutely love it. Like I mean, to be honest, mine aren't that interested in the animals. They just go and like want to play in the play area, and then they yeah. put on like they'll do like mini golf and little like slide things and like carting and stuff. Like they love it. Yeah. Um. So that's somewhere yeah that I definitely recommend like with kids, and then yeah well i suppose we don't tend to get out that often for for drinking and stuff now but if we do like the we live near the wall pack so that's okay. always good um, um and yeah i i like um all the sort of cafes that we've got in ipswich as well um like hullabaloo we obviously mentioned earlier that's yeah. like a really nice one and then there's one near us uh, the green room oh yeah that's which really is nice. lovely yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's yeah. always a nice thing to do as well just go for a sort of coffee or whatever yeah. That's nothing because, like, I mean, you say here yeah, the, the pub opens at five. I mean, well, ours opens at, at two. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not early. But just going to town this morning, um, I hear a lot of negative. Oh, it's all coffee shops now, but they're thriving. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everyone you go in is busy. And yeah. The times I'm, you know, you got to sit upstairs. There's nowhere downstairs. I mean, that's money coming to town. That's jobs. Yeah, definitely. And also, it's it's a lot more sociable. Yeah. People sitting having a coffee, possibly mixing with people, opposed to you know walking around a shopping centre. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, yeah. I don't see that there's anything wrong in having lots of coffee shops. I think that's probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're always busy, which yeah. is great. And also, you know, I 
should be promoting drinking, but daytime drinking is not, not a great thing, is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Having a coffee is a bit better. You might if you have two coffees during the day, you might have to sleep at night. Yeah. If that keeps you up, then you can go to the pub and support that. Every, yeah. everything's, everything's great. Um, but now I, I, I see Ipswich, like many towns, it, it's changing, but I see it as in possibly a good way it's evolving. Yeah, I think you know? so. And especially with, you know, you can have online shopping, but you can't, mm. well, you, you especially can with sort of just eaters that have Starbucks delivered to you. It's yeah. not the same. Yeah, people, no. people want to get out of the mix. And yeah, I think you know, so. Um, and I, I see that as nothing but positive. Yeah. Um, so we've mentioned we've tried to come up with any negatives. So <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a few, I suppose, but not, not a lot. Um, basically, you know, you, you, you're happy at the pub. Yeah, yeah. Um, the writing seems to be going really well. Yeah. Um, where do you see the next sort of five years? I sound like this is a job interview. <laughs> but, but, yeah, for the future. Yeah. Know. Well, I think um, I've sort of, uh, like I say, the, the only work I've been doing the last kind of six, seven years, like since I've had kids, has been like admin and bookkeeping and things for the pub. Um, and obviously, eventually, I'd quite like to go into some kind of career that's a bit more... Um, uh, full time um so i am considering i'd really love to work in libraries and obviously that kind of connects with the writing and stuff yeah. as well so i'm looking into that at the moment i think i'll probably try and volunteer with the library as like a first step and then maybe possibly get like some kind of qualification to become a qualified librarian but we'll see that's kind of my my ideas at the moment yeah. <laughs> of where i see sort of personally going and then with the pub we just hope we can carry on you know like i say it's um Ben really, really enjoys doing it still, and, and we love having the pub, and we hope it continues for many, many more years. Yeah, yes, it's good. I mean, I think the library's perfect because it's your writing side. Yeah. And I know it's not, you know, you don't sit and have a chat in library, but people sit in there and they, you, yeah. you do meet people in library. Yeah, and it's like a customer-facing role, a lot of it. So yeah. like, that's sort of the skills I've picked up from hospitality over the years can then transfer into that, I think. Yeah, that's, that, that sounds perfect, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so yeah, we're covering the basis. Um, um, any um, you, obviously, you said you've been writing basically most of your adult life. Yeah. Um, any um, plans for uh, maybe another book? Yeah, or? I think so. I think sort of now that I've started, I don't know if I'll stop really. <laughs> I yeah. think um, yeah, definitely. I've already sort of got ideas of like another project I'd like to do, like with more poetry. Um, sort of thinking about maybe a more kind of like the book I've done has been all about family and I think I'm kind of thinking of doing something more on like feminism and a bit more political maybe as yeah. a kind of next project so that's sort of what maybe in the next couple of years will happen yeah. <laughs> that's what one, one thing I, I should mention you know, running a pub and obviously you want to attract all different types of people in. yeah um do you find people yeah you know, there's any sort of political clashing and especially with you've been running this, the pub right through Brexit and things yeah. like that um, yeah. Do you don't say which, but have you more leaning to one side in the pub or do people? I'm not sure. Of? Yeah, it's interesting because we have had nights. I won't sort of name the groups, but where we've had like really quite oppositional groups have had like one room and another <laughs> for meetings, you know. But it yeah. it works. People have all been very respectful of each other, and and we've always said like we're not kind of interested in anything political in terms of like we wouldn't let people hand out flyers or anything like that it's like we're keeping it a neutral space kind of thing yeah. um and that's always been something that we've enforced and yeah it's, it's never been a problem um it's never caused any sort of conflict or anything yeah uh, managed to keep yeah neutral <laughs> that, 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 that's good i mean I, i've found that the same i mean the, the pub i run there's lots of different 
crowds in. There's no arguments, whatever. Yeah. But then the people will go home, get on social media, and then argue with each other. Yeah, that's yeah. The, um, <laughs> that's it. Isn't so it? it's a very, you know, we'll just stay out of it. But, yeah. but that's really nice. In the way the way the world's going, it, it is quite divided. It's it's really yeah. cool that there's still places people can go to yeah and and mix it's like yeah. we mentioned coffee shops earlier you don't get like people don't go oh that's that's a tory coffee shop yeah. I'm you don't get that and no you, you don't get it with pubs really you, no you know, so, not some, that i know of anyway no, some yeah. people might you know but then they get being a bonnet about things and think you know they think of one person who goes there and think of yeah um, yeah but i'm not though yeah I've, I've been um drinking various pubs all my life and I've, yeah. not, I've not ever gone for I'm not going in that one because of politics no exactly. there has been reason I haven't gone to pubs but not for that reason yeah which I, which I think is great yeah I definitely think with our like regular customers you could find someone across the entire political spectrum pretty much um yeah. there's definitely people across the whole board but and and it works yeah, yeah. but with, with um if you get more political with your writing that wouldn't worry you about what people people's thoughts are. yeah I don't think so I think um I mean I've always like I say when people have had chats with me I've always been pretty open about my own personal uh, politics I don't think I've ever made a kind of secret of that so yeah. I don't think it would surprise anyone anyway no, I, I, I always say that you know speak your politics say what you want but just don't really judge other people yeah you know, yeah unless they're a nazi or something yeah which, um, <laughs> there's one good thing about ipswich there's not many no nazi. that is true um, <laughs> i might have to edit that bit out of the podcast but it's true <laughs> so yeah that's good so um i probably should wrap things up but in um so when you follow up book or something comes up you want to do a follow-up interview or Brilliant, send yeah. us a poem or something yeah great. um you mentioned you're on um instagram uh, yeah is um, do you want to just quickly list off your page? Yeah, so Instagram is Ellen underscore writes underscore poems. Um, and my publisher is on there at uh, Benkey Publishing and they're on Facebook and Twitter and everything. And so my book you can get it's called home baked um and you can get it in dial lane books as of today i'm going to drop them off in a minute yeah. <laughs> and um and it's online at waterstones and like via the publisher directly on bankeypublishing.co.uk excellent so yeah. no excuses from people yeah so. <laughs> please buy it thanks yeah. <laughs> excellent well thanks a lot thank you and um hopefully speak to you again fairly soon yeah great cheers, cheers. <laughs> Family recipe. Ingredients for a family. 10 lashings of love. 4 heaped tablespoons of laughter. A big dollop of trust. A pinch of bickering. Optional for flavour. Several cups of friendship. A dash of shouting. A few grinds of duty. A bottomless bowl of patience. To bake, mix all ingredients together with a sprinkle of irritation. Generously season with loyalty and pop in the oven for 20 minutes on 180 degrees Celsius. Leave to cool. When dry, drizzle with joy and serve with shared memories.
huge thanks to Ellen for doing that and it was fun and nice to meet someone different and have a chat I'm going to pick up a copy of her book as soon as possible and don't forget to add, add her on the socials um, as mentioned there Instagram Twitter and um, add this show if you don't already and um, give us a rating on Spotify and the others if you can five would be great wouldn't it go on go on do it um, yeah be back really soon with another interesting person from Suffolk I said um, at the beginning of the show I think there's some interesting people in, in Suffolk I actually think everybody's interested in their own ways and um, some people prefer to talk about it than they're not or some people don't even realise it um, but pretty much 99.9999% of people are pretty awesome and um, if you know anybody or want to come forward yourself do get in contact I'd love to have a chat with you for a future podcast thanks a lot <laughs> <laughs>